For this grounding meditation, close your eyes and get comfortable. With your eyes closed, focus on the feelings around you. The feeling of your clothing on your skin, any sounds you might be hearing, the room around you. And now focus on your feet. And imagine your feet being so into the ground that they are growing roots. Imagine yourself being a part of this earth and being a part of the nature. I'm Angie Matthew, and you are listening to Reiki Crash Course, Episode 1. What is Reiki? The ins and outs, how you practice, how do you become certified, and all of the discoveries found within Reiki healing. Today, I have with me a Level 1 Reiki practitioner, Sammy Kelleher. Hello, my name's Sammy. I'm a Level 1 certified Reiki practitioner. I just recently got certified in October, right here in Worcester. According to Medical News Today, Reiki is the practice of energy healing and is used worldwide to cleanse the body of unneeded energy, which improves both the mental and physical health of the client. I found Reiki about a few months ago in the, over the summer, and that's when I really became into it. I've been meditating my whole life, and when I found Reiki, it was really life-changing for me because it changed my perspective on the world and it changed how I deal with um, situations, especially stress and anxiety. According to science-based medicine, Reiki originated in Japan in the early 1900s, discovered by Dr. Yusui. Because Reiki cannot be scientifically proven, many question the effectiveness of the practice. This was an issue when it originated in the 20th century and is still an issue in today's world. Sammy, as I've researched, I've learned there is no exact procedure to Reiki. Why is this? Um, yes, no exact procedure. I think by that you mean there's no exact way to do Reiki, meaning everybody who practices Reiki probably practices in a different form, sees different things, feels different things, and there's not an exact book to teach Reiki. With no specific textbook, there's not a set of rules. So my Reiki master who taught me, Arlene, she um, she learned from someone else who learned from someone else who each created their own manual and their own handbook on it. So everyone is taught differently and it all just depends on who you go to. But essentially we're all taught the same exact um, basic symbols, set of guidelines but um, some people will practice with stones or crystals and then like all these other things. But I just practiced the original Reiki by Dr. Yusui. So from what I understand, each practitioner interprets Reiki differently. So what would your definition of Reiki be? My definition of Reiki would be, well, Reiki, the word in itself, is the universal flow of energy. It's energy running through me, through you, through everyone listening to this podcast, everything every object, every being. Um, But for me, Reiki, the healing, uh, Reiki is a system of spiritual healing that moves through energy. 
In a Reiki session, a client would either be laying down or sitting up. It would really depend on the preference for them. Um, It could be targeted for a specific area of pain. And depending on what you're targeting, um, the Reiki practitioner would move their hands over those areas of a body. Um, A Reiki practitioner, they aren't giving or taking any energy. They're simply allowing the Reiki energy to flow through them as a portal to you to move reiki energy into you so the client would be laying down and all the reiki practitioner would be doing is either lightly touching parts of their body or it could be hands-free no touching so is that how you get your like the reiki energy is that part of your certification like what how does how do you get the reiki energy yes so reiki energy can only be moved into someone else by a Reiki practitioner. When you get certified, you go through a series of attunements, and those attunements are um, very spiritual, um, kind of sacred part of Reiki, where a Reiki master will attune you, sort of doing the same thing, you know, hand motions and what whatever else, um, and they give you that Reiki energy and instill it in you for life. Before doing my research, my only understanding of Reiki was through you and your experience, but I found this interesting story on the International Center of Reiki Training. A woman, Deanne Upton, shares how Reiki saved her life. Deanne had a surgery for the removal of her right ovary and appendix, and after her procedure, she experienced severe anxiety, fatigue, hot flashes, and hair loss. Doctors ran several tests and could not find a solution for her discomfort. The the pain became unbearable, and the woman began losing all aspiration to continue her life. She found Reiki, and through her sessions, found her pain was alleviated, and her quality of life returned. She says, Today I feel fantastic, probably better than I have in my entire life. Yes, Reiki can heal mentally and physically. Um... You know, the the science on it makes it very confusing. A lot of people wouldn't believe in that, you know, because as humans, we always turn to medication, to hospitals, you know, what's going to work? Give me something, give me something. But we don't acknowledge the power that's just in our own bodies to heal. Um, for me, I know I have similar experiences, not with like that extreme of a pain, but when I have sore throats, if I get colds, I always perform Reiki on myself and it always does seem to have a benefit on me and help make it better or at least ease the pain okay so how does one actually do reiki is there any way to know if it's working or not working yes so first there's three levels of reiki i'm level one certified so i mainly do um, self-practice i give myself daily reiki treatments i can do it on other people i have all the reiki that i need for life to do it on myself and other people but um my main what i know is doing it on myself and doing it physically with someone else right there on them um, level two goes into distance reiki that's where you can oh, that. yes you can do um, reiki on anyone worldwide you don't have to know what they look like you don't have to know anything about them you can send them reiki energy over a distance and then level three is master level that's the highest you can go you can teach reiki you know you're you're the best of the best so um for me level one i know when i do it on other people it's still something that i'm practicing and i think that over time it really does strengthen 
but when I do Reiki, no matter what, it's working. It's going through them, and sometimes people might feel something, sometimes they don't. I know when I do it to myself, some I mostly all the time feel something. Um, when I do it on other people, they've uh, usually they feel a lot, a lot of heat for coming from my hands. So, I think that, like that always symbolizes when it's working but there are times where people won't see anything won't feel anything and that's okay too because either way the reiki energy is moving through them and giving them whatever it is that they need so level one is where you get all of your reiki i've gone through two attunements well two some people call it two it's like technically four so you go through your attunement process with a master and that's when you receive um in level one the hand positions and basically all that I really talked about here. Level two is basically just Reiki in more depth. Um, They give you new attunements, which will strengthen your Reiki. Along with level three, you get new attunements every time. Uh, There's a total of five attunements. So I had my first two in level level one. When I go on to level two, I'll get another two. Master level, you receive another one. So there's five whole attunements that you receive until you're master. And each of those strengthens your Reiki. Um, level two, like I said, goes into distance healing. So that teaches you a whole different route of Reiki and a whole different way to do it. Um, along with like, uh, I think it sort of focuses a little bit on animals at one point too, doing it on other living things. Um, and level two and level three show you symbols, which, um, are a very sacred part of Reiki, but basically symbols that you can use during your sessions that would help strengthen it. For those listening, why would you recommend Reiki? I would recommend Reiki to anyone because I think that the most beautiful part of it is that it doesn't have to do with any type of religion. You don't have to have any beliefs on anything. You just have to have an open mind, an open heart, and be ready to experience that spirituality. So I think that for anyone, it could be um, mentally clarifying and just help them with anything that they need physical pain um any emotional issues they've been going through um i think it could just be benefit everyone can benefit from reiki sammy i would like to thank you for coming on today and enlightening us about reiki of course thank you for having me i love to um spread awareness on reiki because i think a lot of people can benefit from it but just aren't aware of it or don't know where to find it so there's plenty of places and that is all we have for you today thank you for tuning in on reiki crash course stay positive